0: Hey, everybody. Good morning. It's the 28th of June, 2023. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. We've got an empowerment coach with us today who talks specifically to educators. We have the author of Positive Mindset Habits for Teachers grace stevens and grace will be joining us in just a second she's a former educator she was in corporate before that she's written seven books And, boy, do we need a positive experience in education these days. So I'm so glad they got in touch with me, and I'm so glad we could get her on the show today, Grace Stevens, who, by the way, I have it linked, but it's gracestevens.com. And speaking of .coms, everything we do is over at our home website for the American Consortium for Equity in Education. That's us over at ace-ed.org. Everything we do over there is free Okay, so please go over and check it out, our magazine, Equity and Access. Just click on the cover. Okay, all the podcasts are over there. You'll see the link. And I want to remind everybody about our Excellence in Equity Awards program. You'll see the awards link. Please check it out, educators, corporations, companies in the field, all your colleagues, yourself, et cetera. Look at the way we do the nominations, and please feel free to nominate yourself, your colleagues, your school, your leaders, okay, and and see what we do. It's really important, and we devote a whole issue to it next spring, so please feel free to nominate yourself and others for the Excellence in Equity Awards. It's fun to participate, and we hope you do. And again, everything we do over at ace-ed.org is free. Check it all out. So let me, it's circling here. There, we just connected with Grace. Hi, Grace. It's Larry Jacobs here. Hi. How you doing?
1: Nice. How are you? I'm doing fantastic.
0: Can you and hear me And where okay? are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm doing great as I live in I live
0: in Maine, okay. And we haven't oh. had sunshine for about four days, which is unusual this time of year. And it's supposed to be cloudy and crummy all through the fourth. Where, where are you today?
1: I am in Northern California. Yeah. Good. And well. so far, so far, a little gloomy, but not so bad. Not, no complaints here. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints.
0: What town are you in, if I may ask? I love Northern California.
1: I'm in um, Los Gatos, which is just oh, near San sure.
0: Jose. I know just where it is. I've been there. Okay, that's nice. Uh, it's a good part of the world. It, 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 it really is. and truly is. It is. It is. Grace, you have an, i will talk about your book. Again, The it's linked here on the website, Positive Mindset Habits for Teachers. But I found it interesting. I read your biography up on the site. And um, you were in, you were in corporate America before you became a teacher, right? Am I correct? Yeah,
1: that is correct. Talk that about that second career. So I'm yeah. a second career Actually, teacher. you were a third
0: career. You were you were well, corporate. Yes. Yeah. Then then you were, and now you're in your you know, teacher. Now you're a uh, empowerment coach. And so I'm talk coach. about that transition yeah. from, from from one to two,
1: please. Okay, so from one to two. So I. Um, was in the corporate world, and I thought that's what I was supposed to do, right, just uh, climb the corporate ladder, and by the age of about 30, I had got pretty high up that ladder and had a really great lifestyle, Um, but I was constantly stressed and anxious, and I just felt like I didn't... um, participate in my life I had these wonderful children and I felt like I kind of outsourced everything and financed everything but I didn't participate so I decided to make a change and I had always wanted to be a public school teacher so I went back to school I did that that was a huge upheaval to my life as I'm sure you can imagine also going back to school doing doing two daycare runs before I even got to um, (laughs) campus right but um, I became a teacher, and at first it was magical. I thought I had won the lottery, like, oh, oh, not <laughs> financially, but in every other way, right? Like, I, it had right. purpose, it was fun, and um, it came easy to me, and it was amazing until, until it wasn't. And I found myself, again, stressed, overwhelmed, just, you know, all the things, right? And I mm-hmm. decided, listen, I, I can't change careers again. Like, I need to change me. Um, And so that's kind of how it all started. While I was teaching, which I did for 20 years, just up until um, last year, I um, kind of did this deep dive on the side into positive psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, you know, all the things to kind of hack my own happiness. And along the way, a lot of other teachers noticed that my experience was very different from their experience like mine seemed to yeah. be a whole lot more positive even though we had the same kids and the same campus and the same administrator like I seem to be just enjoying it a whole lot more and um and so that's kind sure. of how the book came about was like what is it that you, that I was doing that made my experience different and so um i have written some other books um about teaching yes. but it's always that one that people always come back to and so i decided um last year um even though i taught you know before the pandemic during the pandemic after the pandemic um i was gonna move and i decided you know i probably only had a few more years left in the classroom and instead yes. of starting all over again with another district i decided why not my just commit myself full time to helping teachers have a more positive experience. Because you. at the end of the day, I really feel like your energy teaches more than your lesson plans, right? And so many teachers, amazing teachers, you know, are burnt out and that's right,
0: overextended, that's right. and uh, as so, I may, so that. many of them are leaving the profession. Okay, that, yeah, you, know, you well know teacher retention is is just driving it's terrible. And it's driving principals and superintendents nuts, and it's going to harm the kids. It's very important. I love what you said. You know, it's not so much the environment, it's me. I have to change me yeah. to work in this environment. Yeah. That's a key thing. I have to ask, uh, I, I'm picking up your accent. Where are you from originally? I don't think it's oh, in New Where I, are you from? Yeah, yeah no, I'm, from, um,
1: I'm originally from London, but I have from, been I picked, 30, 35 years.
0: Well, I
1: lived in California. Please stay, okay. And uh,
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I was picking. I was. I have to tell you, I was picking up a bit of a London accent, a little uh, a yeah. tinge. And I hope you take this the way I mean it as a as a compliment. A little bit of Cockney in there. I just picked up a little, little bit. I don't bit know am cockney, i right. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was just. It was great. Was it's beautiful. Home... Go ahead. I was just home last week, and uh, if you did oh, talked to there me last go. week, I would have been unintelligible. The, uh, yeah. My accent gets so thick when I'm home, <laughs> so thick. <laughs> right? Yeah. You were. You
0: were home, so. Yeah. You know. You you got the accent back, and it's great. It's wonderful. What did you teach when you were a teacher? What did you teach? So
1: um, I taught elementary school. So I taught first, second, third. Surprise! So yeah. I, I I had a feeling you I were going to say little.
0: high school. I don't know why I thought you were going to say high school. That surprised me. Elementary. Uh, Good enough.
1: Elementary,
0: I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. I just did.
1: Yeah, no, so, I did, um, I was an adult, um, a volunteer adult literacy um, tutor oh, for, right. for, for right. a long time, and I was also a corporate trainer before, so I've taught adults, um, but you know what, my, kind of my passion, I like to joke, my son and I started first grade on the same day, he was a student, <laughs> obviously not in my class, but me, and, and he told teacher. me, mom, yeah, like, we, we wow. got our new backpacks, our new sneakers, and then, as he likes to tell me, mom, you got retained nine years. Because I was well. in first grade
0: for my years, so yeah. <laughs> right, pretty <laughs> really cute. First grade's pretty important. I still remember my first the learning how to read yeah. in first grade. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. believe me, that's a long time ago. There were only 15 <laughs> letters in the alphabet when I was in kids' school. It was easier. <laughs> okay, a long time ago, you know. Okay, but at, at any rate, you know, these days you're working for, to, to help educators, okay, and pass yes. on the good things you learned. You're an author. I congratulate you on that. Uh, you call yourself an empowerment coach, and you just explained a lot of that, okay? But tell everybody why you use that term to describe yourself, an empowerment coach, as opposed to just a coach or a professional development coach or whatever. It's an empowerment coach. Talk about that.
1: Well, so really my mission is to help teachers feel empowered to create their own experience, okay? Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, as we know, we have all kinds of PD, right? We have curriculum coaches, and they help us, you know, with the curriculum. And then maybe we have some coaches who help us with classroom management, discipline is a problem, whatever. But my entire focus is the PD that I never had, which was, how do I make this career positive, joyful, sustainable? Um, How do I avoid burning out? How do I push through when things are difficult? How do I intentionally decide what not to do? Because there's no way we can do it all, right? There just is no way. And how do I show up as my best self every day? Because for me, You know, I say all the time, your energy teaches more than your lesson plans. We all know the difference between a teacher who is excited to be there, who believes in you, who wants you to feel safe, who wants you to feel successful, and maybe doesn't, you know, have every, um, you know, maybe not every um, slide deck they put up is perfect with dipmojis and whatever else, but kids want to be there (laughs) and want to learn from them, right? And that's miles away from the teacher who is frustrated, overwhelmed, kind of dialing in and what I call a road teacher, which I don't know if you know that term, but retired. I never heard computer. that,
0: but you would be right. Yeah. You would be right. Yeah.
1: We all, we all know what a road teacher is, right? Who's, who's 25 years in is like. You know, now I got no options. I got, to, I just got to keep going till I get my retirement. That's so toxic, right, but, for, but but you're not going to be ha- nobody's going to
0: be happy that way. That you know that attitude, no. and I get it. You know that it happens. Yeah. All right, but that's a bad attitude, not only for the teacher but for the kids, and they all it just yeah. that's a terrible way to go through life. just to be is miserable, terrible. and like you said, you know your misery, your misery just passes on to the kids. Therefore, your high energy and your positive vibes. Would pass on to the kids as well, but I have to ask you this right now, and you certainly know this. These are very, very, very stressful times. That's why what we're talking about is so important in education. That's why so many people leaving, so many people yep. thinking about leaving, nobody coming into the profession. That's another big challenge right there, which means the retention is going on. When you talk to teachers now, what are, what what are, what are you hearing, and how does what you're trying to do to them work in today's extremely stressful environment. What do you what, – what's, what's the framework, if I may? What are you trying to get across to them? Uh, so
1: I have like a full-part framework, which I can talk about. But well, let me say first off to answer your first question, what am I hearing? I'm hearing all the things. Like I said, I was in the classroom right up until the end of last year. And Mm. I know myself through experience, it has changed, right? And I think that's a problem with some professional development is maybe people who are giving it haven't been in the classroom since the pandemic. And it definitely is different. That's a great point. That's a great point. Are totally, they're dysregulated. You know, I've always had ninja classroom management skills. It always came easy to me. You know, I came to teaching later in life. I'd already raised children. I just had a confidence about me that, you know, kids minded me, right? You know, there are some teachers who, who who have it and some who struggle. But even me with all my years of experience and confidence, when those poor students came back to school and everybody was in such a rush for things to, you know, get back to normal, um, by which they meant get these kids tested again, is, you know, it was kids were different they they had lost social skills you know losing the academic skills was the least of it right it was they forgot how to do schools Mm. so um, so it is really problematic out there so my framework is really to focus on what you can control so I have a four-part framework I call it you know we love our acronyms right so we I call it Echo because what you put out comes back E is What I always say, your your energy teaches more than your lesson plans. The C is control what you can control, right? There's so much stuff going on that is so difficult. But you, for the most part, inside your classroom can still create your own little world of positivity Mm -hmm. and collaboration and all those things. Then the H is, and this is where I have done a lot of research, is that happiness can be synthesized. And I would say when I first started talking about this maybe 10 years ago, teachers weren't so open to that. They said that was a little woo-woo. But now, <laughs> you know, now that we – yeah, really. In a, you know, I'm kind of woo-woo adjacent, let's say. But the science is definitely there, and I feel like people are more open to discussion now Mostly because of all the work on um, growth mindset, right? Now in all the schools we work on growth mindset, we understand that intelligence isn't fixed, right? That you can make new neural pathways. Well, that's the same with happiness. Your happiness mm-hmm. quotient, your baseline is not fixed. You can have intentional habits, some of which I put in the book, right? That can help you boost that happiness quotient. So there's that. And then the last, the O, and here's the real important part, is the O stands for other teachers' experience doesn't need to be your experience. And so that's, oh, that's interesting.
0: That's interesting. where it really
1: comes into. Well, and, and that's really the crux of it, is that the the narrative right now is, you know, teaching is, you know, teachers are underpaid, they are overworked, they're underappreciated. Uh, Parents don't care. Discipline is bad. Like it's all like all the kind of press is is really bad about it, right? And so that kind of collective thinking drags you down. Um, And I'm not talking about toxic positivity, right? I'm not talking like, you know, the gas tank is empty and I want you to stick a smiley face, sticker on it. I mean, that's not going to do anything. You've got to acknowledge that things are are difficult. But we've got to ask more empowering questions. Given that this is difficult right now, How can I? How can I, when I close my door, be a revolutionary and teach kids the way I know how they do it? Regardless of the curriculum, please come and buy, wanting to see my objectives on the board. (laughs) Regardless of Mm -hmm. everything else that we feel constrains us, how can I still make magic happen? Um, And it's one of the reasons I taught first grade for so long. I wanted kids' first experience of school to be magical. I wanted kids to love learning. Um, And I think if you can create that environment in your own classroom where you do have control, um, then that really benefits everybody. It benefits everybody. I I don't focus on student outcomes. I focus on teacher outcomes. But there's no way that teachers being happier and, and campus culture being better doesn't improve student outcomes. I mean, it, of course it does, right? It, that's
0: just it obvious. does. So it, it yeah. does without 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 question. And you know what you said, and I love your acronym there. Okay, energy control, <laughs> happiness. at H could also be good habits. H A B I T. Okay, yeah, but happiness exactly. habits is good. I just thought of that as you were talking, but um, the way you the way you described it. But the other thing you said. Which is other teachers' experience. I uh, and some of the things you just went down a few minutes ago. Uh, I was a teacher mm-hmm. for years, and I, I found after a while I just had to get out because I, I was burned out after seven years, and I wasn't effective anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was also fed up with the uh, with the uh, faculty room, if I may.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh I yeah.
0: The of iniquity. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was just unbelievable. And I talk about toxic. Yeah. And uh, that's all it was, was complaints. It was just a string of complaints. And I have to tell you an odd story about that. Years later, when I was doing adjunct work at a, at a college, okay, they they called me from our local high school in New Hampshire and asked if I would come in and substitute for a day, okay, because they knew I had been a history teacher. So I said, sure. So I came in, and I went into the faculty room, which I had never been in, in the high school. And the complaints were exactly the same as if I had never oh, yes. left the the other faculty yes, exactly. room twenty years before. Okay, <laughs> it was the exact same complaints, and yes. now yes. now it feeds upon itself. Okay, and yes. It, it, yes. It, it it multiplies in there. These days, however, I, I find that more and more of that. I, I don't want to say justified, but there's so much pressure. And you summed it up a few minutes ago. A lot yes. of the professional development was developed pre-pandemic or developed by yep. people who did not teach in the pandemic. Yep. And by the way, those are smart people who put the stuff together. But the experience <laughs> factor, okay, is yep. extremely important. And uh, you know, I'll just ask you, as you taught during, and you, I assume you were, were you in Los Gatos or uh, somewhere
1: right around there? I no, think? I was, um, I, well, I taught in, um, in Northern California. I taught um, in um, a small school district. Um, recently, just moved here, but yeah, I taught there. We and um, I, I did the whole thing. Right? Friday, we were at school, and suddenly Monday, we were zooming in. Yeah, right? yeah it was terrible. None
0: March thirteenth <laughs> in uh, twenty twenty, for God's <laughs> sake! So, Friday, suddenly, the world turned exactly. over. You know, and yeah. it was it was 30. absolutely unbelievable. And what, by the way, what teachers did was yeah. very heroic and very good. They did the very best they could. Uh, creating Absolutely. the airplane as they were flying, as people like to say, okay? And they, yep. they did a great job. And all, all the things that happened afterwards, you know, it's, everything's uh, easy in, in hindsight. Everything's just uh, yeah. 2020. But things are different. And we, we need people out there to understand exactly what's going on. Because if you're negative, okay, and it's so hard to be positive these days, okay, mm-hmm. if you're negative about what you're doing, that, that's poisonous, and that's going to spread, all right? It's contagious, and it, it's just not good. And you have to control your own world and get away from yep. you know, yep. what other people are thinking. Because the teachers, and I believe me, I love teachers. of almost understand that. But they are the, the same throughout the country. At least I've found that, all right? Mm-hmm. And then that is that, you know, they have the same generic complaints. You know, everybody's a professional in a the bureaucracy. That's that simple. It's hard to work in a bureaucracy when you're a creative professional, okay? It's hard. Okay, and it can wear you down. I I congratulate teachers who stay forever, but it's getting tougher and tougher to do that. And young people today, especially, okay, they they don't have, oh, I'll stay here forever and get a gold watch and a nice pension. They're not thinking when they're 72 years old. Okay, like
1: we used to do, like
0: I used to do. Let me put it that way many, many years ago when I was on the cusp of that, too. Okay, so the experience has to be positive if people are going to stay. And you brought up a word, a phrasing here. There's a trend, you said, and teachers are complaining about this. And you mentioned it a minute ago, but I want you to go into it. Toxic positivity and that, that's, a, that's kind of like an oxymoron talk about this this oxymoron okay. toxic toxic posi- yeah. what is that
1: grace so <laughs> that is really um so you know i obviously you know that's my brand right positive mindset yeah. but i really yeah. saw especially in the last few years i've seen um campus cultures really um, embrace this kind of fake, what well, I want to say, positivity. And it's no, I mean, don't administrators have it. Yep. have it as hard, more hard than teachers. They don't know what to do. They don't know what the answer is. And so they do call they it. let's have another spirit day. Let's have a dean's <laughs> pass. Let's You know what I'm saying? It's like, and, and the messaging I, I believe is, me, you're, I do. you're
0: Yes, please Right, You're
1: you- superheroes. Like, we're not superheroes. We're human. We're burnt out. We need work-life balance. We need you not to guilt us that if we want to take a mental health day, we don't want to hear, but there are no subs. Like, we, you know, that's not helpful to us and so toxic positivity is really that kind of like I said that messaging that's like oh we're all family no no, no we're not it's not adoption it's a job right we want to show up to our job and do the best we can and um, you know Putting up stickers, positive vibes only, yes. doesn't get to the <laughs> root of the problem. Those so,
0: I always hated those posters yeah. with the eagles flying on it. You know, it's just a bunch of oh, crap. Yeah.
1: Oh, God, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no. you know. But you have to validate. People's concerns are real. So, yeah, firstly, you know, we need to validate. Again, we need to recognize this is tough. But let's not become disempowered. Let's not feel helpless and victims. Let's ask empowering questions. What can we do? What can we control? What part can I do to make my day magical with my kids? Um, and to recognize, really, that feelings can coexist. You can love teaching and you can still feel that it's your passion and what you need to do and your purpose and Be up with the way things are and be frustrated with student behavior, right? You, it isn't, you know, an either or. It's not either, oh, I love teaching or I'm, you know, teacher quit talk, right? Everybody quitting. Like (laughs) there aren't two camps, right? Like you, I I feel like that's the first place to start is to tell teachers, it's okay that you're frustrated, worn out right now. That is 100% valid, but it's you uh,
0: absolutely.
1: decide to
0: stay, yeah, there's just you know, make your it point is well yourself. taken. There, there's a reality out there, okay. And a yeah, poster absolutely. on the wall isn't going to change that, okay. It's no, that simple. No, it, we have no. to face I, I, the reality. Uh, you can't you can't be like the lob uh, the uh, lobster, the uh, ostrich uh, from Maine. I'm thinking yeah. lobsters here. Uh, the ostrich who puts yeah. his head in the sand. The uh, the <laughs> lion's the still yeah. going to eat you. The lion's still going to eat you whether your head's in the sand or not, okay. And yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, and you really have to, you really, really, really have to work at it, which brings me to my next question as we kind of wind down here. Okay, Grace, uh-huh. uh, how long, when you do this, and I know you go you go in, actually, mm-hmm. explain this, and you know this as well as I do, it's very difficult to get all these points yeah. across and make them work in a one-off, they, you know, of, of, yes. of the professional development. How do you work that? Because all the things you're saying are good, okay? And they do make sense. Of course they make sense. But you have to make them happen. What's your thoughts on that? Actually taking all that you're saying and actually making it
1: work? What's what's the word on okay, that? Okay, so I don't. So I I do provide professional development, like one or two hour professional development. Well, and then mm-hmm. there's a couple of topics. But let's say we we tap on one. Let's say balance, busting the balance myth. You know, there's no perfect planner that will help you keep all the balls in in the air like i'm going to teach you a framework where you look at the balls differently some are glass some are rubber yeah, work, work. the glass ones are going to stay in the air and the rubber ones you want to let drop and roll away or delegate or pick up tomorrow <laughs> so i i will teach some practical skills um but mostly what i do because so a large part of the coaching i do especially in setting healthy boundaries is um, teaching teachers how to feel comfortable saying no, because we're people pleasers. You know, it's hard yeah, to in our DNA and we do it to yeah. ourselves. You know, the average teacher works 15 hours a week overtime for free, right? And That's right. Um, it's burning us out. It's burning our families out. So I spend a lot of time coaching teachers how to evaluate what truly is important, and how to say no to the rest and how to do that with a student-focused answer. But wow, that's good. given that given that I am teaching teachers to say no to their administrators, it takes a pretty enlightened administrator to hire me. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs> I, the, Very well said. So, Very well said. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> so
1: I tend to work more with – I have um, – I have online courses, I have group coaching courses that I do for people, and it's like a six-week course that, that breaks down really into parts, you know, the mindset, then rewriting the narrative, then how are we going to diagnose where you're out of balance, I have some tools for seeing where are your blind spots, setting boundaries, you know, most teachers, not most, but a lot of teachers are actually over-functioners. Not only do they not yeah. say no, they volunteer for everything, right? They volunteer for everything, <laughs> That's right. and then they That's right. and then they That's complain right. that they're worn out, right? So, um, so anyway, so I work more um, with teachers, kind of in that way. Although, like I said, I do Good. provide PD, I do do keynotes and other stuff. But you know, you have got to think that for a particular administrator, if they do a deep dive e- exactly, into one teach, exactly,
0: exactly, and, and, and going to be so like, let me
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and let me say it again. So you are in, you are a PD presenter, but more so, yes. you are a author and an empowerment coach, and I think that's yes. a key distinction. Okay, and what yes. you're doing makes a lot of sense because if we don't need we need positivity out there, real positivity, yeah, not too. not fake, yeah. not fly like an eagle. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we don't yeah, need fly no, like not, an eagle. Not, yeah, no
1: crazy <laughs> hair thing. day. Do not yeah. throw <laughs> me another crazy <laughs> hair day or pajama. Crazy day. Hair I mean, look. how you? Expect- Wow. What are you expecting kids to learn when you got you know crazy hair and pajamas? Like that's fake yeah. positivity, right? That's not it, it, it Reminds
0: me of self care. Um, yeah, it reminds me when I, when I look in the, the local newspaper and see a picture of elderly folks in in a nursing home or a long term assisted care and they're wearing funny hats, like they're really yeah, like exactly. they're supposedly enjoying that. They're not enjoying that. Okay, <laughs> just like you wouldn't enjoy that. Okay, I speak that <laughs> generically, the you. Okay, it's yes, the same damn no. thing. Okay, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. it
0: has to come from the inside, and that's what you're doing. Grace, thank you for being on the show today. This was really oh, nice. I uh, appreciate my, you being here.
1: My pleasure. I enjoyed it very much. I want to tell you're all right. the educators out there, just, you know, keep going, man. Take Just take control. You can be more empowered. It can still be a really you joyful. Fun career, but it takes intention. It's not going to happen if you just hope tomorrow's better. You've got to make tomorrow better because tomorrow's not <laughs> automatic. It well, just fixes itself. So.
0: Well said. Right. Well said. Welcome home from the uh, old side of uh, England. Okay? okay. Thank you, thank Grace, you so for much, being Jay. here today. Okay. And enjoy that beautiful right. area that you live in. Okay. Thanks for being Yes. Thank you, Thanks
1: Grace. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, i got it linked here, Grace Stevens, gracestevens.com. Her book is linked to, I have it linked to the Amazon link. I guess you can buy it other places as well. Okay, it it does come from the inside, not the outside. So let's try to make that happen. It's tough times. All right, it is tough times out there. All right, we need people like her, gracestevens.com. And we're going to archive at ace-ed.org, where we archive everything. I'm Larry Jacobs.